0: Hey everyone, it's your GM Griff here. I just have a quick announcement before we get into day three and the final day of the Trial of the Beast. I just want to thank our friends at Fantasy Grounds. Uh, They actually just recently provided us with all the materials to finish out Carrying Crown, as well as a ton of first edition goodies that we can use on their system. I have to say I'm a huge proponent of Fantasy Grounds. I've been using it since we built our virtual tabletop. I think their maps scale fantastically for an in-person tabletop. It's awesome. Also, guys, you still better be getting hype because Halloween is right around the corner and the HLP crew knows how to do Halloween right. I promise you that there is some fun shit coming down the pipe for the rest of October, so buckle up. But with that out of the way, let's get right into episode 61, Beastly Until Proven Innocent.
1: Do you like liquor and things that go boo? Then buckle up, listener, because
0: this one's for you. Prepare yourself for the Hideous Laughter Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Hideous Laughter Podcast, episode 61. Oh boy, I am so excited for this fucking trial. I can't believe... I'm looking at a full party in front of me. That is shocking. That is shocking. That is something that, man, for even even like all of Vorsteg and grinds, I'm like, it's going to be touch and go. And then even post that with this looming threat of Eclipse, I was thinking it's going to be touch and go, but you're all here. You're all ready to perform. For the third and final time, a trial, and see if your buddy gets set free. Your buddy, Larry, the beast. Before we get into that, though, I needs to know,
2: Steve, what you drinking, dude? Well, for this very special occasion, Griffin, I'm going to be treating myself a little bit. Uh, I went out and got something special, so I'll be drinking a hams tonight. Tall boy, though. And that will be a team slurp episode. So y'all saw it coming. Trial day three. Cute. <sighs> well, that set set you back, dude. Uh, four forty nine for six tall boys of hams. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh man! Breaking the bank, big spender, dude. Yeah. yeah. I had four forty nine on the dot, burning a hole in my wallet. It was time. Four you, do you Do you normally keep four forty
3: nine on the dot in your wallet, just well, so you, you never know your- you're gonna
2: run into a six pack of tall boys of ham? <laughs> That's what so- I figured.
3: That's what I figured. Yep. <laughs> yep. Wild encounter with a tall boy. Speaking of a wild encounter, see <laughs> our <CR>
0: six pack. <laughs> the wildest of encounters. My buddy Brooks. What you drinking, dude?
3: Hey, I am drinking a uh, James Pepper, seventeen seventy six uh, rye whiskey. So yeah, this bottle is actually uh, straight from uh, 1776. Yeah, so, that's what yep. they,
0: you know, that's why it's marketed that way, Brooks, I mean, obviously.
3: Yeah, I'm 100% positive it was bottled then and it is actually that old. Speaking of that old.
4: Haley. to the, to the youngest person on the podcast, <laughs> <laughs> what you drinking? I am drinking an unfiltered Downey's pumpkin blend.
0: Oh, pumpkin blend. Tis the season to be spooky. How is it? It's good. It's funny because I didn't see you take a sip.
4: I'm not drinking it on air because I'm not a monster and I know the mouth noises happen every time. So
0: Fair, fair. I myself am drinking a New Holland Dragon's Milk White. It is a white stout, which I personally really enjoy. They're kind of rare. Not a lot of breweries make them. That's wonderful. But the woman of the hour, Emily, finally succumbed to her own patriotic demise. What are you drinking?
5: I have a Red Sky Morning this evening, and it is a vodka sour with... Well, it's supposed to be blueberry wine float on top, but I couldn't find any blueberry wine, so it's blackberry wine on top.
0: I'm sure the taste difference will be unnoticeable.
5: I really can't taste blackberry at all. It's just wine. So, (laughs) Okay, fair. Emily, I believe you forgot. Was this a fan suggested? Oh, yes, this was. This was suggested by Action Forge, and I, of course, changed the name. So I think it was a Texas Vodka (laughs) Sour, and I changed it.
0: (laughs) That's fair. Actually, weirdly enough, I think Action Forge. Like, if you look at his drink suggestions, I've seen a couple of his videos. He always keeps like a like a. It almost looks like an alchemist flask of of uh, specialty spice rum up up on one of his, his shelves, and his drink suggestions are on point, man. That dude knows how to pick a drink. Unlike you, Alex Giordano, <laughs> even though you're a bartender, pick of the fucking
4: how many times did he tell you not to drink it? I mean, if you, How many times did he say not to drink do it?
0: Do you realize that saying you shouldn't do something makes you want to do something that much more? I feel like he was egging me on at that He point. should have told you to drink the grandma's egg. Yeah, he should have said, definitely drink it, it's so good. And then I would have been like, nah, better not. But today's a very special occasion because we have not one, but two live studio audience members watching us for day three of the trial.
3: Audience night.
0: I think one of them is a
2: member of the Zarny werewolf gang.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and the
2: other is the most infamous guest on Zone of Truth.
3: <laughs> it's your boy Krusty Crust!
2: <laughs> Bird points McGee. Hey guys,
0: uh sidle up to a mic. What are you guys drinking tonight?
3: Griffin, I'm drinking a horizon uh hazy IPA by Homestead. Beer
2: company. I don't I don't think he wants to move towards a mic because he got hit with his own personal pants gap. He's not wearing anything He's below not wearing the anything. pants.
1: I'm drinking a Mike's pineapple
3: mandarin lemonade straight out of the back of my fridge.
4: <laughs> Tim, you sound like you're in pain. Our fridge, Tim.
1: Straight
0: from Mike's teeth. I
1: wore my voice
0: out. So... Any angry villager uh, noises that you hear beyond just the generic crowd rabble is probably going to be those guys. Uh Oof-da. Guys, thanks for coming. We love you. Obviously, we've had you on the Zone of Truth. Tonight's going to be fun. Tonight's going to be a good time, man. So we don't have to roll for a Patreon beverage, as is tradition, at the end of each gauntlet. We all come together for another drink, which we'll do on episode 62. But I left you guys at the end of an onslaught. 70 members of a Lepidstat mob descended on the courthouse with you, 11 guards, and three Carnies there to defend the beast. And pretty much to keep the building intact, you succeeded. It is now very early morning. And what's going on? The mob is... (laughs) The mob has just left. You are at the courthouse. Are you sleeping at all? Are you... Continuing to do other things in preparation for this trial at 10 o'clock, you have about five hours.
4: I would like to go feed and walk my manticore. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Fucking fine. <laughs> yeah. I told you. No, yeah, no. I yeah. do this. I, that's totally fine. Are you doing it for both? or
5: Lyra will go and take care of Mel as well.
0: So the girls leave.
4: Someone should check on the barrister, though, because he was supposed to look through those, uh, what do you want to call it, ledgers. I,
3: I,
2: I don't want to be the wet blanket here, but I feel like physically, Ikmer and Matumbe would just need to sleep. We've slept four hours in the last, like, 60. Like, maybe not the entire time, but at least, like, three or four hours of shut-eye. Yeah, I think there would be plenty of
0: beds in the barracks if you guys wanted to borrow two beds and go to sleep you can get you know your 4 hours you probably wake up an hour early before the trial starts but yeah. you can certainly do that
3: yeah definitely Ikmer will uh do that uh, sit in his uh cot get comfy sharpen his uh sharpen his long sword and uh is
0: that what he does to go to sleep he just sharpens that long sword yep you heard it here first. The teenager polishes off his sword before he goes to bed.
3: Uh, I, <laughs> I don't see anything wrong with that. Is
2: it warm?
0: <laughs> <laughs> so Igmar polishes his sword and goes to bed. Matumbe goes to bed. The girls go take care of the manticores. Did you decide if you wanted to leave the flesh golem hound in there for them or you're going to take that with you?
5: I think we maybe could use it in the trial or at least wait till we find out more information on it. So Lear wouldn't want to leave it in there for them.
0: Okay. So you guys are at the Brazen Head, the tavern you've been staying at. And from the darkness of the alley behind your rooms, you hear taps on the window as if somebody's throwing a pebble.
4: I've played this game before. (laughs) Everything always comes to my window. I'm gonna open the window, obviously.
0: You open the window, you see below you the undead monks were true to their word. This is where they had said they would meet you behind the tavern that you're staying at. They would kind of wave and then, like, point up as if to say, can you sneak us up so we can figure out this disguise situation?
4: Hey, Leah, we should maybe bring them to the boys' room, though, because I don't really want them seeing our
5: pets. That's fair. We... Want a nice, quiet area to get their disguises ready? The manticores probably won't help with that.
0: Make an intelligence check. Ha. Ha. Not
4: 20. 24.
0: Yeah, that's fine, Larry. You don't need to make one.
5: I rolled a natural 20. I'm
0: we sure both it's lower. Did. I'm sure it's lower. <laughs> get him out early. Get him out early. Um, You know that the barracks is where all of the guards sleep. It's not like Matumbe and Ikmer have their own room so Wait,
4: no no griffin we were sleeping both of us both the girls and the boys had a room originally oh, at the oh you're head. taking
0: them to their yes their hotel room basically right. yes okay that that's totally fine i thought you were trying to take them back to no tome and Ikmer, and i was like
4: no eh, back to the courthouse to, to the boys room next door to the girls room <laughs>
0: perfect so do you meet them out front
4: yeah, I, I guess so.
0: Okay, um, I'm gonna need everyone to make a stealth check, including
1: the monks.
5: Rolled a eight, so twelve. Twelve. Second natural twenty in a row, so an eighteen. Oh
1: God. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> wow. That's
5: pretty
0: good. the The lowest monk had a sixteen, so they, being monks, kind of have like you know they're not wearing shoes. They have very quiet steps. Eclipse turns to go up the stairs, and her axe like clangs off of the banister. The innkeeper, who is behind the bar, even though it's very early in the morning, probably just cleaning glasses and that kind of thing would look over, but luckily the monks have gone in ahead. And so she just sees you, and she's like,
1: Why are you up so early? You should be in bed. Ma'am, I don't sleep well,
4: so I was just on a nightly stroll. I'm coming back. Uh, sorry to disturb you. Not to eat so
0: and I've heard a lot of noise upstairs from uh, what I think is your room.
4: I told you, I just don't sleep. I'm up all the time. It sounds like a lot of feet, more than more than one person
0: could. More noise than you could just make.
4: Oh, don't underestimate these little legs. I get around that room really quickly. All
0: right, um, if the room's torn up, it's going to come out of your
4: deposit. That's fair, ma'am.
1: Keep it down out there. <laughs> <laughs> Some of us are sleeping. <laughs>
0: So you make it upstairs and uh, into Ikmer and Matumbe's room. So what's the plan? Do you, you get us a disguise?
5: We picked up a disguise kit.
0: All right. And uh, you know how to use it? We've really never used it. We've I- never had to disguise ourselves much.
4: Out of character, real quick, because we did not talk about this at all, I have a plus eight to disguise.
5: I have a plus six, so you would probably be best. Okay. I just,
4: I didn't know if you had anything in disguise or what.
0: So, here's how I'm going to play this. Since you've given me your pluses, I'm going to roll. Would you like me to roll for Lyra to aid, or do you want me to roll two separate checks?
5: Leo would definitely aid. Okay. Or attempt to aid.
0: So the way disguise is going to work for this trial is that you two are helping these monks get disguised, put these disguises on, appear as human, right? So the accuracy of their outward appearance, hundred percent up to you. Your disguise is going to be what I use. Against opposing roles. Their disguise will be used in order to change their voice to not sound so undead, walk around like they're not all stiff. Um, So they will be making disguise checks as well. However, your disguise will help them. If you make a convincing disguise, it'll be easy for them to play it off like they're living. So, Eclipse's role is going to be green. Clear's role is going to be black. I'm just saying that to you. You're not allowed to look. It's a
3: total makeover.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I won't say whether that's a good disguise or a bad disguise. But you have disguised them up. You have put makeup on their pallid skin. You have dressed them up in normal attire instead of, like, would we describe it a, a towel and some hand
2: wraps and foot wraps? So They had to use Ikmer's old laundry. Yeah. So to you guys, they're looking
0: relatively normal.
5: As we're getting the disguises ready, Lyra goes over the story that she's told several times now just to remind mm-hmm. them that they were maimed and enslaved and just to back up the same narrative
0: do you want us to wear something over our faces or something to corroborate the maimed you made us look right nice and i i don't know they'll believe we've been maimed after after you made us look so uh so lovely
4: yeah we should take some of those hand wraps you had and just wrap them on your face maybe and make it sound seem like you're bandaged up
0: all right we can do that that seems like a good plan uh, you take a plus two to your disguise for making them look like they were um, they were damaged in some way.
4: Yeah, if, especially if I focus on some bandages near your uh, mouth that make them make make people understand why you don't talk exactly like
5: other humans.
0: Well, no, if I'm supposed to be insulted here, I'm doing the best I can.
5: And you're doing a great job. (laughs) We're really proud of you. This is really brave.
0: All right, well, and what's the plan from here? We got some time.
5: I'm just trying
4: to do a quick run through of what else would make them look more human. Uh, Are they both very thin?
0: No, they look much like they would have in life.
4: Okay. Okay. Aside it, from their
0: skin kind of sagging, they look relatively muscular. I
4: was thinking if they were both, like, bony or something, give one a beer got something. Um. Anyways. Should... I hey,
0: appreciate the ingenuity.
4: Yeah. Hey, Lyra. Um, should we test out these disguises before we bring them straight to court, maybe?
5: I think that's a good idea. Just... Practice talking with other people, or at least being out in a crowd.
4: Let's grab uh, an early morning coffee or shadow whiskey.
0: All right, neither of those does much for us, but and um, as long Pretend. as oh yeah, b- perfect training. So they would they would go wherever you take them. Uh, they're following you around. You do notice that as you're walking around. I think you're being a little hyper-vigilant at this point because you're walking two living corpses around Lepidstat. It doesn't seem like people are paying them very much mind.
2: Look at those ordinary people.
0: (laughs) And a good day to you, sir.
2: (laughs) You look very fine, except for the bandages.
0: I hurt a lot.
4: (laughs) All right. So if everything seems very positive, then um, I don't know what time it is, but we would I'd be willing to start heading back to the courthouse and talking to the barrister about what's in the ledger and introducing him to our witnesses.
0: Okay. So I'm going to say if you actually went through with your plan and went to a coffee shop and whatever, it's about 630 in the morning. So you definitely have time beforehand, especially because you're not sleeping. You head back to the courthouse it looks like the guards are on high alert they're taking shifts at watch outside the guardhouse even making sure that a crowd of last night's magnitude doesn't form again
3: cause they did so much work last night <laughs>
4: Uh, I I have a secondary question. Um, If it is 630 in the morning, what time does the sun rise this time of year in Galarian?
0: The sun has risen and you are free of influence. You are still fatigued, so you're at two.
4: Yep, I'm at two points of influence. Okay, cool. Thank you.
0: Glad she does her homework, folks. So, you make it back. You go upstairs to speak with Barrister Koppel. He's in his office as is tradition you actually open the door because it's a jar. and he find him at this point like asleep at his desk and he hears footsteps coming in you know that feeling when you're asleep and someone's looking at you and you can tell like you're in like a light sleep i think that's where he is and so he kind of <sighs> oh um w- 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 what, what 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 happened are, are you okay from from last night
5: yes the crowd was horrible they didn't make their way up here did they
0: n- n- no no you you man- managed to f- fend them off
5: thankfully eventually enough of them ran off that they all just dispersed but it was an ugly mob
0: well, it, it, at least you, you you kept kept the beast safe, and f- from from what what I heard, y- you you didn't kill anybody. That th- th- that's a good thing.
5: Yes, we were all very restrained. Everyone did a great job.
0: What 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 um, what what did you need me for?
5: Well, we wanted to introduce our witnesses, and Lyra turns around and shows off the two monks.
0: And the monks would uh, kind of semi awkwardly, like reach out to shake his hand. Does Eclipse do the shaking head thing that Haley is doing to me right now?
4: Yes, Eclipse would slowly shake her head and then say, Barrister, no, Um, they're very injured still. Uh, it'd probably be best if we don't have them uh, touching a lot of people right now. They
0: would uh, put their hands behind their back and kind of bow as a sign of greeting. Yeah.
4: Don't want to risk infection, you know? They're very badly injured.
0: Hello, sir. My name is Marcus. This is my friend, Bartholomew. We, um, well, we worked for Volkswagen and Grind, not of our own volition, but we were forced to work there. We were injured working there. We gladly testify on behalf of these good people who saved us. Oh oh this is this is this is one wonderful this is this is great you two. the they they will be 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 our, our star witnesses to, to not only what would ha- happen there but but to, to your character as well
5: yes i think after last night and Liberating these poor workers? The town will see us in a much better light.
0: At this point, because they're interacting with their first person for real, I'm gonna roll their disguises. Don't look. Sorry. You filthy cheater, Emily. Drink your drink. She cheats at the Patreon
2: poll.
5: (laughs) I gave you guys time to put up a poll and no one put one up, so
2: I've been buried in paperwork, Emily. There are so many ethical complaints against this company. And um, Marcus would turn
0: to you too and he'd say, does this sound about right? If I were to talk like this in trial, would would I be more believable?
4: Yeah, but you probably shouldn't say that from the in front of the barrister, he's saying this?
0: No, I mean, he would like... This is like him taking you
2: aside. Yes. Oh. I thought that was like the Natty One disguise <laughs> yeah. role.
4: I was like, hmm, no. What are no. you doing? <laughs> uh, so then Eclipse would say, yes, that is very good. Good. Good good talking here.
0: Oh, I, I could I could make this work. It's a little difficult m- for fl- me to keep doing, but... I think, for a short stint, it'd be all right.
4: All right, Bartholomew, how are you doing?
0: Well, miss, I feel like I'm doing all right. If he's talking okay, then I suppose my voice may, might be, be all right as well.
4: I agree. It's good. good. Good job. All right, back
5: to the barrister, then.
0: What else did you have to say?
5: When they get back in, Lyra walks up to his desk again saying, Before the mob came last night, we asked you to look into the golem dog. Were you able to find out where he maybe was sold?
0: The, 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 the ledger appeared to say the, that they uh, bought this particular dog for, from a man, man, man named alp 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 Alpon caramark karamark he's uh, uh, w- w- well he you used to be royalty in this part of Lippenstatt. He was a count before we um, adopted elections and such in this part of the country.
4: So uh, where does he live now?
0: Uh, uh, About... 20 to 30 miles outside of town you you follow the lesser Mortro river it's strange that his his house is is built on a waterfall
5: that sounds lovely.
0: The the locals call it Schloss K- K- Karamark.
5: Is he well known for flesh golem dogs? He's
0: b- one of one of the b- better better uh, surgeons in the 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 area. He he, he taught at Leibstadt at the the, at the university for for a while i i i I imagine if 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 someone could could do this he could
5: this might be worth checking up on later i don't think we'll have time to do it before the trial today
0: yeah 27 miles away totally side trip let's go bang it out two hours
5: Maybe with faster horses.
2: <laughs> it was oh, in the book. It was in the book. That is a mother of a callback. <laughs> it was in the book, Emily. I'm
0: and, looking. and just like that, into the courtroom flies the Nethal Goo. <laughs> no. <laughs>
5: yeah.
0: Finish her off. Okay, so you guys got that's that information. At this point, why don't we call it? About nine or nine thirty, the boys wake up. You guys likely share that information. The um, Marcus and Bartholomew look relatively convincing, although you can see that the um, the makeup you put on them is kind of like drooping a little bit. So you might want to touch it up. And
4: we would touch up whatever was necessary. Yeah, I
0: know. I know you would. And the third day of the trial of Lepidstat, the biggest trial in Lepidstat in probably a century, the Beast of Lepidstat is on trial and will be judged today.
5: Woo. Before we get into the trial, can Lyra draw her hero card for the day? I drew the owl. Hopefully, it will impart some wisdom on Lyra today.
0: Is that a star?
5: It is, so it does give me a bonus to wisdom.
0: Wisdom bonus. All right. So you draw your card, and you guys enter the courtroom. And you can see that, well... Honestly, you can see some of the faces you saw last night sitting in this courtroom.
3: So they didn't get sleep either. They're also fatigued. <laughs> they're also fatigued.
0: Actually, they took a nap before they went uh, <laughs> They went to
2: Rampage. So they're actually pretty good. Come back for some more, huh? <laughs> so, so, So are you saying if I take a nap, I'm not fatigued? Because I took a nap.
0: Well, they slept from like... Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, two p.m. to
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm going to burn down the courthouse tonight, so I'm going to go to bed. It two do you do in my sleep. Get yeah. yeah. might sleep. I was going to
3: say, haven't you guys all taken your like pre-riot nap? <laughs> yeah, have <laughs> like, you ever been a part of a riot, Bob? Uh, I think I'm going to get pretty
2: violent tonight. Might as well uh, put in my eight hours now, guys. I'm about to rage. Go, sweetie, I think I think too. in the in the uh, description of them, it's like. Fueled by hard
0: cider, the mob descends on... Wait, that's not actually in the book. <laughs> yeah,
2: it is. That's amazing.
0: Fueled by hard cider.
5: <sighs>
0: so you see some people from the mob. You see Sajira and Captain Caleb and Wiener are all among the people sitting here because it's an open trial. They seem to, after after Ikmer had... As for their help, they seem to have a vested interest in the beast as well. So you walk forward and find your way to the defense with Barrister Koppel, who is already sitting there. And the crowd goes silent with the approach of the three chief justices. Chief Justice Card, the man you've grown to know over the past couple of days, the eldest of the judges and the probably the most respected of the group, stands with weary eyes and proceeds to point out into the seats, into the crowd of people that have gathered here. I never thought I would be saying this. I'm disappointed in my city. After the events of last night. Now, we talk about wanting one justice, wanting one what's right, wanting a fair trial. What happened last night is not what is right, what is just. You attempted to usurp my authority over this trial. And that won't be tolerated again. (laughs) Bailiff. There's an unruly element in this court today. And I won't stand for it. I'm not passing justice. I'm not passing sentences. If you were a member of last night's unpleasantness get up and leave I'll give you this warning because if you cause a single disturbance in my court tonight by God by the gods something beyond your reckoning will happen to you you want this creature to burn and we'll see at the end of the day if he does but you might burn with him. Get I out of my brother! Get out of my courtroom. Get out of my sight. And I never want you in one of these open trials again if you're one of those who attempted to destroy this courthouse.
2: And you see about 20 people file out. The whole time Matumbe was staring down the two guys that had the spirals. Bruised into their cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> do they leave? They do. I just peed. <laughs> it's terrifying.
0: Now, with the riffraff gone, I want a fair trial today. I want to hear what happened at Sanctuary. So we'll start with the prosecution but before we do the accused needs to be present and once again as with the prior days the beast is carted out and put into a cage shackled by more chains than you could imagine necessary for a thing of his size But this time, he doesn't look afraid. He's got this grim determination on his face. He looks ready for whatever this justice is. And at this point, a Divian would stand and present his case. Good people of Leopardstadt This has been one hell of a trial, hasn't it? We've we've seen all kinds of crazy evidence thrown our way. Lies But I think we need to keep in mind the greater good This monster cannot be allowed to walk the streets again. Remember your fear, good people of Leopardstad. Remember
1: it. And think to the day when this beast continues to roam your streets, killing and maiming your friends and family. Now, I'm here today to talk about Carb Isle. This place was meant as a sanctuary
0: for the downtrodden, and this monster burnt it to the ground.
1: If you think you see sympathy in its eyes, you're a fool.
0: I call... Carl to the stand. And... Carl would, um, with some assistance from one of the guards, make his way to the stand. Now, Carl, you were one of Dr. Brada's assistants, correct?
1: Yes, that's true. Well... What did you see? I know you can no
0: longer see because of the beast's violence, but
1: what did you see before he took your sight from you? I. I saw a flash. I. I was trying to save my master before the fire consumed him and I. I saw this huge figure. The beast, no doubt. He caused sanctuary to burn down. I saw it before my sight was gone. Hmm. Again, one of these... Sightings. The beast
0: seen at... Every turn at a place... Of utter destruction. Good people of Levitstead.
1: We can't let this stand. Preach, brother! Burn him! I... Am so sorry I can't provide... Further visual identification for the flash that occurred when when I saw the beast blinded me, and I never got that sight back.
0: Mm, very, very good. Very good. Uh, I. I'm so sorry for what's happened to you. I'm sure it must be difficult to... to have lost your sight and have the last thing you've seen be this creature behind me. I can't think of a worse thing.
1: People of Lepidstadt, this man has suffered a great indignity, and he
0: is still alive. Think of those that have died, not just in sanctuary, of which there are numerous, but also in the other places where the beast has rampaged. Do you really want to see this kind of violence and malevolence continue?
1: No! 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 Justice! Give him blood!
0: I think I think we need we need a new start for this town and it starts in ashes and he would step down barrister copple would stand and he would address the crowd he's sweating here have a beer <laughs> he takes a swig <laughs> in the
2: middle of the courtroom <laughs>
0: People, people, leopards. That, please. Th- 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 this, this is all for show. C- can't, can't you see past w- what your eyes tell you, and and see the 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 logic that we've shown you s- so far, and we're. we're G- going to show you t- today th- there th- there are f- facts n- not he- hearsay th- that p- prove th- this this m- man is is n- not a murderer J- just just l- listen and k- keep an o- o- open mind to t- what you hear and he calls the four of you to the stand well Lyra at this point to the stand
1: we're like Lyra for lying
3: (laughs) you got him Cletus
0: (laughs) so Lyra you were called to the stand like every other day of the trial what we'll do is that you can pre- present a piece of evidence. I will decide if a, another type of check is applicable to aid your diplomacy, which I will allow anyone else in the party to roll, but you will be responsible for rolling the diplomacy that determines the success or failure of that check.
5: Sounds like a plan.
1: So you are asked to the stand.
5: Lyra walks up to the stand as regally as she can while fatigued and completely exhausted from all of these events. When she gets up there, she tosses her hair back uh, from her shoulder.
0: (laughs) Emily did that in person,
5: folks. (laughs) In the last 24 hours, not only have we unearthed the truth of this trial, but we've also upheld the civil the civil nature of this whole town. I ask of you, do not remember your fear, for that brings about the mobs and the destruction that we saw last night. Remember your bravery. Help us uncover the truth. Let's start off this new chapter for Lepidstadt with life and freedom instead of death and ash. That is no way to turn a new leaf. We need to come at this from a positive perspective. Do not let the fear hold you down. This town can be bright and vibrant. During our investigation of the sanctuary, we found a basement. In that basement, we discovered that Dr. Saloom and Dr. Brada were experimenting on patients. They had a secret room filled with body parts. They were also selling these body parts. We found a ledger detailing the sales and linking them to Vorkstag and Grind's Chemic Works. To corroborate this, I would like to call Dr. Brada to the stand. So Lear would pull out the skull. (laughs)
2: Okay. Coming in hot.
0: Lyra pulls out a part of a corpse. And uh, Pavlos, seeing his cue, would walk over and cast Speak With Dead on it.
4: Does he kiss the forehead?
0: Not for the dead. Only for the living. His love is only for the living. A true man of Phrasma. Dr. Barada was of an evil alignment, and so I'm going to give him a will save to resist. You may proceed with your question.
5: I'm assuming there's like a podium or some level area. So Lyra sets the head um, on that level area, and looking at it says, what were you doing to your patients in the basement of the sanctuary?
1: I... was trying to cure them.
0: You have three more questions.
5: What were you doing to cure them?
1: Administering... medicine.
5: Lyra, the back room. Talk about the back room. What were you doing... With the body parts in the back secret room.
1: Those I have no knowledge of. They were Dr. Saloons.
5: In your own words, how did the fire start?
1: A flask of strong alchemist's fire was thrown. And those are
0: your questions, and the skull falls silent.
5: Dr. Saloom and Dr. Brada were evil scientists, experimenting on their patients. He was not willing to cooperate with us well, but the... Ledger and the body parts in the back room show that this was not a happy sanctuary.
0: And you present the body parts in the ledger? Yes. Make me a diplomacy roll. Anybody with knowledge Arcana
2: can aid.
4: I'm at a nine. Where are you at, Matumba?
2: Twelve. Go for it. <laughs> I mean, either of us would auto aid because you—the lowest you could oh, do yeah. is, a, is a one. True, but you have to say something.
4: Yeah. Yes, um, these body parts were also very carefully preserved, and this is some uh, a very special kind of magic, and it is used uh, for transport, selling, and experiments, and and keeping things ready to go for various uh, deeds to be done on the organs. Do I even have to roll?
0: No, you don't. Okay. You auto succeed.
5: My rolling streak went away, so I only rolled a 3. <sighs> oh boy. Which goes up to a 19.
0: Oh, with the aid?
5: Yes, that was with aid.
0: You're lucky. That's a 29. Woo. Because you have written record of transactions happening between Vorkseg and Grine and Dr.s Brada and Saloon. All right. The judges nod their approval.
3: That don't convince me I can't read! <laughs> <laughs> was
5: this was not the only piece of evidence that pointed towards Vorkstag and Grine. Earlier in our investigation, when we were in Marast, we found a set of surgical tools on the island of the Restlands. We tracked the sail back to Vorkstag and Grine, So we moved our investigation there next. Unfortunately, they were not interested in talking with us. As soon as we came up to their place of business, they attacked us and tried to end our investigation and stamp out the truth. They were clearly unsuccessful. What we found inside were more body parts. And even worse, they had maimed and enslaved their workers. You remember that rumors around town were you never see the Chemic Works workers enter or leave. It's because they were trapped there. We have two of those workers here now. Marcus and Bartholomew, will you please come to the stand?
0: And they would stride upright to the stand.
3: Them two are about as ugly as my wife! Dear
0: God! Uh, Before they speak, I need another diplomacy role for connecting the surgical tools. You may... um, Anybody that was involved, so Matumbe or Ikmer, with tracking that all the way through... Can make either an appraise or a um, knowledge local check.
3: Yeah, I have a plus zero to appraise and zero knowledge, so my plus eleven to local. It will be okay. See <laughs> so
2: you, Auto aid Yep. So Matumbo will say, "We did not bring this up in the first day of trial because." Honestly, we did not find it relevant. We didn't think it would help the case of the beast. However, after a few days of investigation, we found that there were certain things that we found that first day of investigation that are proving true today. We were able to connect the dots fairly easily from the very first crimes in Morass to the crimes you see in front of you today.
1: Go ahead and roll me that diplomacy.
5: That's
1: a 30 with the aid. Roll Should make it.
5: Yay.
0: <laughs> you may continue now. So you, you called Marcus and Bartholomew to the stand.
4: Excuse me, before we proceed, uh, Pablos... Just so the audience and judges all know where we're at, can you cast Stone of Truth on these employees?
0: I did prepare it, as you asked, so certainly I don't see why not. Do the um, do the witnesses acquiesce to, to being put under such a spell? Why, yes, of course we do. Why would we lie in a trial like this? And so, Pavlos casts Zone of Truth over Marcus and Bartholomew. This is ethically gray.
4: This (laughs) is a little
0: bit of a gray area.
4: This is why Eclipse did it, and also, for those listeners, so that you know, it won't work on them as they're undead.
3: Wait, how far does that spell reach? (laughs) You up there
2: What do you really think Of your wife's beauty
3: She's not a good Not a good looking person (laughs) I have extreme prejudice And am not a good
2: person either (laughs) I love his wife (laughs) Uh,
0: God damn it So Bartholomew and Marcus Would take the stand and they would begin to speak. I wanted to clear the air for before, before before we got into the nature of our enslavement, in, me and my friend Bartholomew here were were trapped in and gr- grinds chemical works in fact the four people defending the beast they saved us they made sure we could we could leave they they sought justice and the only thing that happened to them was that they were well, there were bombs thrown in their faces, and and they they were attacked by by Volkswagen and Groing and I I just think that them being attacked like that, well, it should excuse any wrongdoing that happened there. They, they found the truth and they saved us, and we're happy to be free and and to and to speak on their behalf.
5: Thank you for joining us today. We appreciate your side of the story in all of this. From what you were able to see, what was happening? What shady business was happening at Vortstag and Grinds?
0: We were forced to maintain what they called the cadaver pool. Pool of bodies that they either dug up or killed. Those bodies were kept in a, well, in a vat of cool water in order to preserve them without having to use magic if you go send people to Vorkstag and Grinds, you'll realize that you'll see the bodies there. We were tasked with shipping, we had to ship the bodies out to various dealers that were interested, whether it be scientific or, or otherwise. In, in these corpses, we actually had more than just human corpses there. Rarities were highly valuable.
5: Lyra sweeps her gaze from the judges across the crowd, saying, As you can see, Vorkstag and Grine were evil people, and they were killers. Unfortunately for us, it was kill or be killed. We acted in self-defense... And Vorkstag and Grinds did not make it out of that combat.
0: You can roll a diplomacy um, based off of the testimony here. They will roll the aid. They aid.
5: 25.
1: I'll do, donkey.
5: Woo! We were able to uncover more information as we looked further into the chemic works and she'll motion to the um, two monks that they can go sit back down. Vorkstag was an alchemist. He was able to produce bombs that he threw at us and maybe could have produced the chemical fire that was seen at the sanctuary as well. But that's not his only talent. He was not who he appeared to be. He was a skin changer. We found
2: (gasps) (laughs) Oh my god! Should have had lunch.
5: It gets worse than that. We uncovered a closet of skins. Oh god. Lyra starts pulling them out. These are people that you all knew.
1: She just
0: stretches them out in front of the
2: crowd. Like you got, yeah, like, Igmer Matumbe, like, holding them up, modeling them off.
4: Eclipse will Vanna White.
2: (laughs) Perfect.
5: You had the Miller, Olga, a harlot, a merchant, and Dr. Ville, a lecturer, and last but not least, a large skin nearly as big as the beast with patches of different types of skin, mismatched flesh. A skin changer wearing this skin would look very similar to the beast, especially in dark creepy nights.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. Make uh, make your first diplomacy check for just revealing this, this cabinet and that Vorkstag is a skin changer.
3: Someone in the crowd is very embarrassed now that they know that they, in fact, were not with the harlot, but with <laughs> Vorkstag. It's Cletus. <laughs> yeah. It's Cletus.
2: 26? 46. Oh, Jesus.
5: Ooh. You can see in this Large skin? There's a tear where the shoulder would be. And if you look at Forkstag's body as it is now motioning to someone to hold up the body.
3: God, this is just a cabaret of just dead bodies. Order now for four payments of 1999. <laughs> <laughs> but wait, there's more.
5: There sure is. There's a <laughs> bite on his shoulder. You can see the residual wound that bulges from the flesh that's covering his muscles now.
0: Would you show that with the um, the beast-like skin that has a tear?
5: Yeah, like holding them up next to each other.
0: Okay. I will accept aid in the form of a knowledge nature or a heel. I could do that.
4: I'm sorry, not me.
0: I auto-succeed. Jesus. <laughs> if you want to do different checks, you can both attempt to aid. So if you yeah. want to do knowledge nature and Igmar
2: wants to do heal, you can both attempt to aid. Yeah, I would auto-succeed the nature.
3: All right.
4: Hit us with a heal.
3: Yeah, we'll see. All right. I do. Uh, um, since I have to say something... I've seen a lot of wounds in my time, and as you can see, the beast does not bear one, while this skin does. Over and over, we have heard the
2: testimony that the beast was driven out of morass because he got bitten on the shoulder, but a blood came in. A blood came in as a, should I say, distinct bite... That seems to be in pattern with this beast skin. Furthermore, that bite is on the flesh of the skin changer, but not on the flesh of the beast. I think this is a fairly simple equation, my friends. You get a
1: plus four.
5: All right, that's a twenty-three overall.
1: That is a thirty-three. Yes. All righty. And keep
2: going. I could do this all night.
5: We have more clues.
2: Just keep giving us bonuses, Griff. We can do it all night, too. Get a minus six. <laughs> get, a, get a minus six for arrogance. <laughs> for fatigue.
5: <laughs> there are two other pieces of evidence that place Vorkstag in Marast instead of the beast. Those surgical tools that were linked to Vorkstag and Grine were found in Marast at that same island, likely used by Vorkstag. We also found a face there of a well known trader in the area, Nan. Vorkstag could have used that face to get access to the island and to Marast without raising any suspicion.
0: All right, I will accept one roll for this because you already did the roll for the Surgical tools, if you remember. Um, this can only be aided by a profession grave digger because of the nature of, you know, getting access to the area being beneficial and stuff.
4: Yeah, because there's really two other things that add on to that, right? Like the bodies were missing as well as that potion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I've seen many bodies buried in my day. The face decays. This face is very well preserved. In fact, it seems to be something... I don't know if... Frankly, though I know a lot about graving, I am not an expert in everything. I do not know if this face was preserved by alchemical and magical means, but it has been preserved for a nefarious purpose that much cannot be disputed. And you guys are showing the face, correct? Uh, Yes. And uh, that does aid.
5: Unfortunately, I rolled a two. So with the aid, 18.
1: 18.
0: Anything else?
5: There were many bodies missing from Marast. I think it would be good for Vorkstag to answer why those were taken. I call Vorkstag up to the stand. Pavlos, can we have another speak with dead?
0: Uh twist my arm a little bit. I did prepare three of them for you today, so best not waste not want not, as they say. Vorkstag will also have a will save. And the body kind of shudders a little grotesquely unnaturally to life. Vorkstag laying down kind of tilts his head
5: up. Looking right at the corpse, Lyra says, Did you yourself or order or did you order someone else to dig up the bodies in the restland of Morast?
1: I... dug up... the bodies.
5: What were you doing with those bodies?
1: Selling them for coin.
5: Were you trying to pass the blame for these crimes onto someone else, say, the Beast?
1: I was trying to go unnoticed.
5: As you can see from the corpse's own mouth, this-
2: You have one more question, by the way. Are you also into Cletus's wife?
5: Were you the one that started the fire at the Sanctuary?
1: that fucking bastard owed me money.
4: Oh. So we're done now.
0: <laughs> you don't have to roll. That is an auto succeed.
4: Woo! Why I I don't understand why he's being so honest.
0: He failed he his failed. will save.
4: Ah. But it's he's still Okay.
0: The will save guarantees they'll be truthful whether or not that's vague is up to me.
2: I'm,
4: I see, I see, I see.
2: I imagine as a quartet, uh, Ikmer, Lyra, Matumbe, and Eclipse all give double birds to the entire courtroom.
5: <laughs> no, just a Divion. <laughs> just a just <Divian. laughs> fingers pointed at a Divion. I thought
2: that was referencing bird points. No.
5: <laughs> Great people of Lepidstat, as you can see... It was not the beast that started the fire at the sanctuary or that dug up the bodies and was terrorizing the people of Marast. It was Vorkstag. He did not work alone, though. He ran the chemic works with Grine and also had dealings with Dr. Saloom. We haven't found Doctor Saloom yet, but we have Grine. I think it's time we speak with him. Can we have one more? All right, all right,
0: I get it. I understand. I'll cast it again. Fuck sakes! (laughs) Supposed to be here detecting magic, man. From a priest. It's not a Catholic priest. (laughs) Boop. Magic detected the uh, small corpse looks up.
5: Do you know where... Where is Dr. Saloom now? Or the last you knew of her whereabouts?
1: The last I knew was on Carbile.
0: Oh, shit, I didn't roll his will save. Forget you heard that. I
4: was, I was literally just starting to think, oh, maybe this was a good guy. Holy shit, we fucked up.
2: Grinds is wild, and he don't give a fuck. <laughs> Grinds fights for either side. <laughs> He's switching teams. <laughs> that still applies.
5: Okay. What sort of relationship did you have with Dr. Saloom?
1: She bought body parts from us, and in return, she gave us gold.
5: What did she do with those body parts?
1: I don't know.
4: Can we talk about how buying body parts? Of course she gave gold. That's how you buy things, but anyway. I was just
0: trying to be not obtuse. The nature of the transaction. The art of the deal.
5: Do you guys have any other questions? Okay.
4: I feel like we won this. And maybe I'm yeah. overconfident, but I feel like we won this.
5: With all of this information, Lyra stands very proud in front of the audience and also the judges, saying
0: Grant kind of continues to sit up waiting for his last question <laughs> until the duration of the spell
2: runs out, then he just pops back. Grant, do you want to go away now? I'd love that. Okay, bye. <laughs>
5: beast was the scapegoat for the awful crimes committed by dr brada dr saloom vorkstag and grine larry is innocent of all crimes waged against him in the trial as you have all seen from the evidence that we have presented today free larry and help us track down the last perpetrator dr saloom she is the one that must pay for these crimes not larry
0: And I will assume that is your closing statement.
5: That is, Lyra walks back to the rest of the group and sits down.
0: Adavian would rise. Good people of Leopardstadt, I can't believe what I'm seeing in front of me. It appears our holy sister of justice has been coerced to perform parlor tricks for this group of miscreants that attempts to set this monster free. Not only are they fighting for injustice, but they're also fighting as murderers of people in this town. How many of you have bought chemical substances from Mr. Grine and Mr.
1: Vorkstag, esteemed members of this town, cut down by these four. It's a shame that they would say these things in
0: defense when they should be on trial themselves.
3: Amen! Lock them up!
1: If you think the beast is innocent, I urge you to dig deep and realize if you even want to live in this town, if you even care what is good for this place, you have murderers advocating for murderers in a trial that's most wholly ideal is to uphold
0: justice when injustice has been performed over and over again over the course of these three days. I won't stand for it. There is a monster in this room, and maybe more.
1: And what I have to say is that the beast must burn.
5: with this, Lyra stands up and slams her hands down on whatever hard surface is close by to her. Ah! It's Cletus! (laughs) (laughs) Clearly very upset and getting riled up. The only monster in this courtroom is you, Adivion. You are spreading fear and hatred, and it is infecting this entire city.
1: I didn't murder
0: anybody, you child. What do you know of the legal system or of any of the goings-on of Set? You're an outsider and a murderer. You've killed people that belong to this town.
5: We acted in self-defense and removed evil. You
0: acted in a self-righteous sense of justice that doesn't exist in this town. You killed people in their own home, in their own place of work. You killed them because they wouldn't let you prance right through the door, didn't you?
5: Those people were killing others around this town. We unearthed their evil doings. The killings will stop now. Once we find Dr. Saloom, the evil will be lifted from this area. We need to move past this and actually take care of the issue. The issue here, right now, is the hatred. We need to move on.
0: All right. So at this point, we're going to see the state of the room. We're just going to roll a flat d20 check because Adivian's charisma bonus is way higher than yours.
4: Also, I'd have to say people's a pretty strong word for these fay. but in general, are we forgetting this?
5: <laughs> nice. <laughs> that. I got uh, a little it's excited. The it's the nerves. nerves. <laughs> uh. Four. Two. (gasps) Wow! No! My goodness.
0: I won't say that the angry elements of this courtroom are swayed by you, but the majority of folks in this room are.
3: I don't know how to feel about this.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And at this time... Justice Card would speak. All right, I've heard about all I'm willing to hear on this case. I and the other judges will take an hour to deliberate and we'll be back with the verdict. You all sit tight and then they would Exit the courtroom and head upstairs. The hour passes. Is there anything you all want to say to each other as the as the clock
2: ticks down? Or say to the beast who is chained? Uh, Matumbe wants to address Lyra and just say, Lyra, thank you for standing your ground against that fool. I appreciate that you displayed backbone in this courtroom and stood your own. You did incredibly in the face of justice.
5: Yes, his sharp tongue did not indicate a keen mind. We had the truth on our side.
2: This is true, this is true. And hopefully, minds, greater minds will see reason. I put my faith in the system for now.
4: So, guys, we have them connected to Morast, and we have them connected to the Sanctuary, but was it really just a wild wraith?
2: That's a fair point. I mean, the two instances seem rather connected, but the third? Not so much. You saw the same as I did, that there were wild wraiths over that town. I do not recall any evidence we saw tying them back to Vorkstag grinds or these mysterious Dr. Saloom who still evades our grasp.
4: It sounds like that was the only place the beast actually was, too. And he just was a victim of
5: wrong place, wrong wrong time.
3: That's really too bad.
5: It's a good thing he had us on his side.
3: That's right. should Should we discuss, say, what, if he is let free, uh, should we have the, the crooked kin, you know, ready to at least take him to safety out the back door type of thing?
5: That sounds like a great idea. He could use a family, somewhere to really belong. They're very good people, and I'm sure they would give him a lovely life
2: perhaps the town guard could be convinced to at least escort him to the edge of town I think they will listen to what we say <laughs> I'll let the crooked kid
0: know so you guys set up these little connections in, in the hour that transpires and then the judges exit the court or exit into the courtroom and Justice Card speaks up we have heard the evidence presented before us and thank for Rasma that we did so for, here, for without this trial there would have been a most terrible miscarriage of justice There are many cruelties in this world, but to lie and blame another for one's crimes is the most terrible of them. We have asked ourselves a question. Who is the monster here? Is it this creature? No. Man, before us, with his broken body and his terrible form... Or is it we, the people of Lepidstadt, with all bigotry and lies? The beast, or Larry. Well, he's innocent. And at this point, the mob erupts in anger.
3: Ah! Oh, burn somebody! Looks like the law's in the people's hands now! To me, more like my false pay.
0: Hey, I heard that. And Justice Card would say, Order in my courtroom. Well, if you're going to cause rabble-rousing, I have one thing to say to you. I need you to finish your drink, because we'll see you next week.
2: I can't believe we did it! Yeah! Woo!
4: We have no abilities.